Welcome back to Round Guy the Podcast. Uh, on the phone with us is actor James Zito, who is going to first tell me about uh, my favorite show, Pawn Stars. You were just on Pawn Stars again here recently, weren't you? I was. Uh, I was just on there selling some stuff, which is some old stuff from when I was a kid. Uh, anybody that knows me knows that I've uh, always kept my toys and all my good stuff wrapped up. I would play with my toys and then put them right back in there in the plastic and put it away. Some toys just wound up on the shelf and never got played with. So this was your third time on Pawn Stars? Yeah. We, if I would have stayed in uh, Vegas, I would have been one of the regulars that come on to sell all of my stuff. However, as you know, uh, I moved down to Florida because I'm on the number one uh, novella, which is Sencenos El Paradiso, uh, El Fanal. It's the number one Colombian soap opera on Netflix. Oh, my and, God. Uh, so I play, the, I play a DEA agent on that, and we film in Miami. Uh, so this brings me closer, but I don't live in Miami because we didn't want to raise the twins. Uh, I just had twins. They're two years old now, ZitoTwins.com. And uh, we really uh, we didn't want them going to school in Vegas, and we didn't want them going to school in Miami. So we moved to a beautiful place called Bedford Park, Port St. Lucie tradition. We love it here. Well, yeah, that's a really nice place. A lot of people are moving to Florida. So why don't we tell a little people about where you you know, where you grew up and uh, you know how you became an actor and then how you got on Pawn Stars? <laughs> well, how I became an actor. I started uh, basically playing the drums, choir. Uh, yes, I was a choir boy. I was uh, on the AV squad in school. I was the geek that would bring the uh, camera equipment to the room. Uh, the projector, because it wasn't VCR back then, that's how old I am. And you, we would set up that uh, reel and then leave the room. And they, if it snapped, I'd go in there and fix it. And then I was also in the drama team as at a very early age. And um, even in school, starting in school, they always picked me for the bad guy roles. I guess because we came from a, a very small town called West Ice of New York. It was very... Uh, uh, Hallmark, modern day, I like, oh my, think of Stafford Wives, you know? Everything is perfect over there. And um, so they would always pick me for the bad guy role. I got stereo uh, typecast as the Italian. So my first play was Bells Are Ringing. And I still remember my first line in there because they had me all dressed up as a little mafia kid. And I had to say to the guy, I was a bad guy, I said, we'll be back. You've got two hours. So started there. And then I got asked to do some crazy stunts for a friend when I was about uh, 12. Uh, his name is Richie Jacobs. He lived a couple of doors down, actually two doors down. And he asked me, he got a brand new eight millimeter camera. And he asked me if I would jump out of his bedroom window and so he could tape it. Sure enough, that's where it all began. I jumped out of the window, landed into the bushes. He taped it made this little alien type movie and uh the rest is history basically i started in hollywood as a stuntman before i started being a a lead that's crazy so uh <laughs> so let, let's get let's fast forward to the part where you're on pawn stars because i love pawn stars man and i you, know you seem to be infatuated with that well, you, which is kind of cool because it's a great place pawn stars uh uh before i even 
went uh, before I even knew the guys. I I was in Vegas for over thirty years, and uh, before I even knew the guys, I actually sold one of my grandfather's watches back in the day. It was it was willed to me, and I actually sold it there, uh, and they were very fair to me. And then later on, through Murray Sawchuck, which is a really really close friend of mine, he's a magician on. Uh, in Vegas, and he is uh, all over the TV and a YouTube superstar. And he is really good friends with Rick. Uh, so we would have cigar night. Not that I smoke cigars. I would sit and chill with them, and they'd invite me, and I was very blessed to be able to sit with those guys. And there was a lot of great guys, like Adam Steck was there. I know you know Stecky. Yeah, I've and, known him uh, for years. <laughs> since you were 10, right? So, since he was 10, uh, I was probably 12 or so. Oh, you were the old guy. All right. Yeah. So, um, I had, to, so, yeah, I had so, to protect him in grade school. Nice. You're a good guy. See, Adam's, Adam's a good guy. That's why, that's why when I was on tour with the Australian Bee Gees, he told me, make sure you were well taken care of. Oh. See, he, he made a big deal. He called me up. He said, listen, you got to take care of my friend. It means a lot to me. And, uh, yeah, so so back to Pawn Stars, because I know how much you love Pawn Stars. I do. They, um, they asked me... Uh, if I had any cool stuff, and without a doubt, I had it, and uh, so that's what happened. And people always ask me, "Is it real?" Uh, yeah, it's real. We we have stuff, and we get to go on there and and uh, sell it or not sell it. Yeah, yeah, nay, you know. So it's a lot of fun. Great atmosphere. Great bunch of people to work with. Um, someone you might want to reach out to is I'll, I'll give you a private uh, email later if you want. Oh, great. She's awesome. And uh, she could probably, I know it's your dream to get on the show, but you can, you could probably talk to her and, and Adam knows who she is and she could probably on the show. I'm sure if you have anything cool that you want to sell, they can, they can work something out with you, especially since you know, Adam and um, everyone loves him. So you, 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 you bought from uh, Chum Lee once and uh, from Big Hoss once. Who, who else did well, you were like the, in the very beginning of the show, you were on the show, third season or second season or something. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it, it's uh, just uh, I know them all. You know, Vegas is a very small circle for entertainers. So whatever parties uh, were going on. Now, remember, you know, my name my name's James Zito, but I go by DJ Jimmy Z when I'm DJing. Uh, so I do celebrity type DJing. As you know, you saw me on tour three to 5,000 people a night. And that's when I met like Horny Mike from Counts Customs mm-hmm. way back in the day when I was DJing. I met uh, Corey. Uh, Rick was at a few parties that I, uh, I DJed. Uh, I DJed for the D Las Vegas, a really, really good friend of mine, Richard Wilk. He's the man. If you go to Vegas, you want to go talk to Richard Wilk. He is the legendary person to get things rolling there. And he had some major parties. He had me DJ at as well. And uh, that's how I met a lot more celebrities. And we intermingled and became close. You're just kind of like the... Or mess with these people. You're you're part of the fabric of Las Vegas. Didn't you do... 30 uh, years, over 30 years. I'm part of the dirt before it became fabric. (laughs) (laughs) You... uh... You did. You you had a, a wedding chapel, and you you married people dressed like Elvis and stuff, didn't you? Well, hold on a second. I didn't have a wedding chapel. I own Elegant Vegas Weddings. Uh, well, Elegant Vegas Wedding. I have that. My buddy owns Elegant Vegas Weddings, which is Pete. 
um, and Reverend Pete, uh, I said Reverend, Pastor Pete. I'm Reverend James. He's Pastor Pete. The reason why I got into doing weddings is because people would come to the show and they would say, hey, could you marry us after the show? And I couldn't at the time. And I got ordained and we, I started doing weddings. So, no, I don't own a chapel. I was um, the mob minister at the Mob Museum, the mob minister at um, the Neon Museum, also I was the Elvis at the Neon Museum, uh, along with a couple of other Elvis, of course, uh, Elvi, you would say. And um, so I would do three songs, marry the people, and they'd be on their way. Then we had all the golf courses, but I never owned a wedding chapel. No, I did. And now we, we branched out. Pete and I branched out to here. Since I'm in Florida, I own Elegant Florida Weddings. Uh, so it would be ElegantFloridaWeddings.com, and I officiate the weddings. If people want characters... Basically, we did a lot of character weddings in Vegas. Like we had small people, we had L.Y., we had everything, showgirls, Spanish pe uh, speaking people. We had uh, Tagalog people, uh, which is the international language of the Philippines. So we could do a broad range of weddings. So not a wedding chapel. Well, <laughs> you, that's all pretty fascinating. Uh, it was probably a pretty fun life out there uh, and you're meeting all these people and you're making connections. So let's go through some of the movies that you've been in. Um, briefly, I could start with Lethal Weapon 4, Con Air, 3,000 Miles from Graceland. I'm a Fear Factor champion. Uh, let's see, what else? I'm on several different movies, Motocross, Speedcross. Uh, I did stunts. I was um, One of my movies that I was the main character is Alien Great Zone X which uh, is actually, you know, it's a, uh, it was a low-budget film, but it was a lot of fun to do. Thomas R. Dickens is a great uh, special effects person, and uh, he started doing that movie when I was uh, a lot younger, and I did all my own stunts and fight scenes and motorcycle stunts, so it was, it was a lot of fun to do. Um, gosh, there's so many. Most people, if you want to see the movies that I'm in, you would go to jameszito.com. Or if people know IMDB, they can IMDB me. Uh, it's very simple, but even more simple is the jamesedo.com. And it has all the links about what we're talking about here on your uh, podcast right now. So they'll be able to do that. I'm really pushing the wedding stuff here in Florida. Uh, it's a lot of fun to do. I've done several so far since I've lived here. And uh, when we're not filming Sinsanos and when we're not filming... Oh, a new movie that's coming out. We just filmed in Miami. Um, the Father of the Bride with Andy Garcia. So it's a, it's a remake uh, of Father of the Bride. Do you remember Steve Martin, Father of the Bride movie? Oh, yeah, movie? I remember. So it's going to be um, Father of the Bride in Miami with Andy Garcia and then uh, Gloria Estefan and Gloria Estefan's daughter. And I got to work with Gloria Estefan's daughter, who looks like her mother. Absolutely beautiful people to work with. Um, and it's going to have the Latin flavor, much different than the original. So we love it. It's going to be great. You can see that on my IMDb page. And I will keep you posted on when that movie is coming out. Uh, and then, of course, the television shows that I'm on. I started way back in the day. I even was on a a Jerry Springer show way back in the day called really? Baggage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tell me about yeah. that. That sounds fun. 
That was a lot of fun. Uh, baggage. I don't know if you know the show, but what the premise of it was: if there was an actor or somebody, the actor would go onto the show, and three women would try to win the date with that person. They would reveal their baggage to the me, the actor, and try to win a date. And then you choose from the baggage, and then they try to guess what your baggage is. It's a lot of fun. Uh, that was fun, and it, it's weird because. Uh, the title was Gay for Pay Grandpa. That was my my baggage, okay? So I get on the tour bus, and everybody's like, whoa, whoa, what's up with this Gay for Pay thing? And uh, I'm like, guys, what it is, basically, I owned the strip show when I first, like Adam does. You know how he has Thunder? Yeah. Uh, before Thunder and um, Chippendales was in Vegas, I had Men in Motion and men of the beach so i owned the strip show way back way 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 back so when um the uh when the dancers couldn't show up to do the dance and there was sometimes there was men in the audience um the producer thought it would be fun to call it babe gay for pay grandpa because i was already a grandpa at that time when i was on the show i have three grandsons and uh so they they thought that title would be more catchy. So I got a lot of questions about that afterwards um, from a lot of my friends that didn't really know me too well. They're like, oh, we didn't know. I was like, well, now you know. I'm not really gay. However, <laughs> that's the name of the show. <laughs> so what other shows you been on? Uh, the new show right now is El Final. It's number one uh, novella on Netflix. It's a Colombian soap opera and uh, Carmen Villanovos, she is the star and I play a DEA agent on the show and uh, I absolutely love that because I get to play a good guy. No more bad guys like I started out in the business. Um, and another one I'm on, uh, do you remember um, on the dark side? Oh yeah. yeah. Remember Michael? Yep. Okay, so I got to work with him on the other movie that I'm in, a uh, TV show, I should say. Um, I play an FBI agent on that show. And again, all this stuff is like out there on IMDb, on jimzino.com. You could Google those movies or TV shows that I'm talking about, and you'll see my name in the cast. So it's it's a lot of fun. It's a great life. Now, weren't you on Hell's Kitchen, too? Hell's Kitchen, yes. You see? Uh, yeah, season 19. Episode one, I believe it is. Um, I am the officiant that marries 30 couples on Hell's Kitchen. Jeez. And then, of course, I was on a couple more because I, I was just an eating patron. However, um, I got to marry 30 couples on Hell's Kitchen, and that was a lot of fun. They had to, uh, the cooks in the back had to basically have everything ready and prepped before I was done doing the 30 weddings. So, that was, it was it was neat. Well, if it wasn't on film, I wouldn't believe it. It's just too hard to. It's just so so much to to take in. You've done so many crazy things. <laughs> I've been around for a while. I'm 57 years old at this time, you know, and uh, I love my age. As I told you earlier, I just had uh, twins two years ago, so they're keeping me young and alive. They're getting more attention than I am now, which is really cool. Uh, from the Zito twins.com zito twins.com they got hired for the cw um back when covid first came out 
and they were going to be on a really popular show, which is a sister show of Riverdale. And uh, one of my favorite shows is Riverdale, by the way. And um, the uh, they got hired for it. They were going to play the baby version of one of the main characters. However, COVID hit, and then filming stopped. And uh, we would have had to go from Vegas to New York, and it was not safe at that time. So we're, we're looking for more stuff for the boys to get involved with as well. So, uh, so uh, Daddy, are the boys, are they looking like good athletes? Well, they're two years old, so I would say, yeah, they're looking like good athletes. See, they're like little monkeys. They can climb out of their crib and drop to the floor with no problem. Um, they grapple each other where I don't even know where they got that from because I'm not teaching them the fighting. I'm a third degree in black belt, Shotokan, and I, I don't even condone fight. I don't fight. I'm the funny one. My uncle slash cousin, he's the fighter. He's the, he's the, uh, he's really a big, tough guy, and he's he's an incredible person. Uh, is Chuck Zito? I'm sure many people know of him uh, from Oz. Howard Stern. He's the one who knocked out Van Dam. Um, let's see, Sons of Anarchy. The list goes on and on and on. And so he's man. He's he's the fighter. I'm the I'm the funny one in the family. I'm the runt in the family. You're the runt. You know? You're pretty. I'm the runt. Pretty big for a runt. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, you know, I do, I can fight. I just don't like to nowadays, you know, it's just not a good thing to promote. Um, especially the kids today, back in the day when we were kids, Dave, man, you know, you would have a fight. Can someone call you out at the bridge at school or whatever? That's what we did when we were kids. And, you know, you, you fought that person who was not a very good person at that moment because you're about to fight them, and then they wind up becoming your best friend. Yeah, you know, that's happened to me a few. Yeah. They, they come back now and shoot you, you know? It's no good. You know, they don't take their licking. They'll, they've got big mouths. They start a fight. You finish it, and then they come back and shoot the person. So it's that's a very touchy subject. I don't really want to get too intense because I just feel people shouldn't be doing stuff like that. You know, there's, there's so much... Uh, bad things going on in the world that I think everybody should just really get along. Uh, you don't even want to get me started on aliens or when they say, well, are there aliens or anything like that? I, I think we can't even get along on in traffic or road rage or any of those things. Uh, I don't, I think if aliens were out there, they probably wouldn't want to come here because we're so violent. You know, we, we can't even take different colors. My wife is Asian. I know there's a lot of Asian hate out there. My grandsons are half Italian and half African-American. Uh, and we just see a lot of hate out there, and, and it shouldn't be, you know. should be. We should just calm things down a little bit. I wish I could say something or do something that would calm people down. Well, they can come to southeast Iowa, and we'll go fishing at Lake Darlin, and everything will be fine, I think. <laughs> so, well, how is it over there? Is there a lot of fighting going on there or something? Oh, sometimes the bulls fight a little bit when the when they're getting ready to breed. But uh, no, it's pretty great over here. You know, it's, it's just I live in a town of about 500 people and, you know, it's all agriculture related and everybody works, you know, with the farms or, or you know, or drives a semi or uh, works as a nurse or, you know, you know. 
is that where I, I it was one of our stops, Iowa? Is yeah, you were in Ames, stops? Iowa. When, uh, when where, uh, where did uh, where did I see you? Which, that, which theater? That, it was uh, the uh, some kind of Sodheim Stevens Auditorium, I think, in uh, Ames. Yes, and, that's a big one, right? Yeah, that was a real big place. That's the only time I was ever there. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, most of the times when we played, um, we were basically three to five thousand people a night. I think it was. It was. It was great crowds. We had a great, great crowd. I, again, that was pre-COVID, so you know things are. I think coming back to normal a little bit, and I pray that it does. I hope it does sake. too. What was that? I'm sorry. I hope it does too. I was. Yeah. Uh, I had a plane ticket to come out and see you and Adam, and then they. Back when the world closed. Oh, that's right. You were going to come for Adam's birthday to Vinny. No, that, that was the, that was the week that they shut down the flight. They canceled my flight and everything, and all everything was canceled. And that is right. I remember now. Oh, yes, that was a you know. that was a bummer and a half. But, yeah, but you that's know, when everything that's when everything really really uh, hit the fan right about that time. But things are coming back and. Uh, you know, everybody's learning to be a little bit safe, and uh, you know, Florida's uh, very. I, you know, I'm I'm vaccinated. Uh, I don't. I've never gotten like I was always against the flu shot back in the day, um, mm-hmm. and I just uh, when the babies were born, I got my first flu shot in a long time, and then because of the babies, I got the vaccine. When I go into the store, even with the vaccine, I still wear the mask. Very cautious, very cautious, because it's not like the town where you are, like. 500 people that sounds lovely i would love to live in a place like that well, everybody's I outside love, I, all the time here you know and uh you know we just fished our way through the covid you know what i mean and just oh well let's go fishing you know or i mean but we got you know i mean there's if you come also you bring your kids sometime and we get a cabin or something at the lake and i'll take them out my buddy's got all kinds of chickens and sheep and alpacas and I took Adam out to nice. see him. He really liked it. His kids really liked it. So, oh, nice. you ever get a yeah. chance to come out? You you really enjoy. It. If you want to take a take a break from all the fast pace and the and the you know just good old down home kind of living. That's enough for me. You know, it's like I just had my fifty fifth birthday and I decided uh, I'd stay up till nine oh one. You know, <laughs> that's that's how yeah. exciting my life is. But. Uh, I always enjoy visiting with you and catching up with you, and you're you're doing so much. And uh, tell me what Chumley's like. Is he cool? Seems like he's pretty cool. You, you know, I um, I what was that question there? I, I missed about Chumley. I was just asking what what's it like to hang out with Chumley. Chumley's awesome, man. He's actually you know a really cool cat, man. He's a good guy, a uh, very nice person to talk to and chill with. Um, you know, he doesn't do anything crazy, like out in public. I've been to several parties where he was and just an incredible guy. Rick is a super guy too, as well. Um, uh, you know, I hope when, uh, Rick comes to Florida, he'll stay here at the house. I've got a cigar waiting for him and Murray and even Adam. Somebody give me some cigars. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Murray seems We're really already. cool too. I-, I think he's funny. I think he'd be a great stand up comic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know that you only have like a short amount of time to speak about a lot of things. I really want to, before, you know, we 
we cut it off. I also want to say thank you so much for having me on your show. You know, it's always a pleasure talking to you. And um, I love that you're on my Facebook. And if anybody wants to add me, I'll make some spots for them. I've been deleting a lot of people that I don't really know. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll get some of your uh, listeners some spots on my Facebook or any one of my other social platforms. They could go to the jamesito.com and add themselves to whatever they want. And it's me that actually answers everybody, not a bot. I actually personally answer every possible thing I can. Um, you know, and, and you know, when, after a few more movies come out, if you want to have me back on the show, we'll talk oh, about well, some Anytime you things. got anything to promote, just get a hold of me. We'll put you right on. We've been talking to actor James Zito. He's uh, living in Florida now. He's got 30 years of Las Vegas stories to tell us. You got anything? We got about uh, three minutes left. You, uh, uh, what do you want to do to wrap it up and tell everybody? You know, get one more time how they get you on social media and everything else. Well, I'll tell you once again, jamesito.com, J-A-M-E-S-Z-I-T-O.com. That'll show you everything. If anybody wants to get married by Reverend James, which is me, you know, just reach out to me, and uh, I can marry people in all the states, actually. However, my home base now is Florida, Port St. Lucie. I'd love to officiate your wedding. Uh, check, and that's elegant Florida weddings. Check out my IMDb page. Contact me. Let's get touch and base on social media, and let's just be friends. Everybody should be friendly out there. Yep. Uh, I've been married for 30 years. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you know, go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead, Dave. Well, I just, just thank you for, for coming on the show. It's been a, really exciting to talk to you and catch up with you. I didn't even know about your soap opera, but of all yeah, the stuff you've done, hanging out with Chum Lee was still the coolest, I think. Really? Okay. Well, Chum Lee, he, he's cool. What about Adam? What are you talking about? Adam's the coolest. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. Adam's just like the kid that used to come over and play ping pong with me. You know what I mean? I, I just have a hard time seeing him as a big star of any kind. You know what I mean? He's just a, he's just listen, a little, he's just Adam a guy you my, put in Adam a headlock and gave him a Dutch rub and say, glad to see you. Listen, Adam's my Girl Scout cookie connection. You can't mess with Adam. <laughs> well, he's great. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Round Guy, the podcast, as we keep you up with all the things that are happening out there. So uh, thanks for calling in, James. Yeah, God bless you. You have a great evening. All right, bye.